Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 618. I'm super excited to talk to Martin, and, and we'll dive into that in a second, but I want to give a big shout out to our to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, they continue to be the most innovative shooting machine on the market. Um, make sure you go over and check them out. They will take really good care of you. Um, they will uh, give you uh, free shipping on the home uh, on the home version. I believe it's free shipping on the home version. Um, our discount does not work on the home ver- version, so I want to make sure everyone knows that. But it will work on all the other ones. Um, mentioned Coach Unplugged, and you'll get $350 off. Even if you buy the home one, mentioned Coach Unplugged, it really does help us a lot, just so they know that people are listening. Um, and that we're uh, giving a service, not only they are giving a great service, but we're also giving you a great service here with our podcast. So we would love that. Also, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, We're going to talk to Coach Conroy today, um, the next three days, actually. This is a three-part series. Um, We're going to talk about um, his pressure. We're going to talk about building a program. Um, We're going to talk about him. Um, You know, he is um, the Ireland's U20 women's coach. Um, He, you know, his, his resume speaks for itself. Um, You know, they got a bronze medal in the FIBA um, recently in 2019. Um, He was the Basketball Ireland International Coach of the Year in 2019. Obviously, his resume is boom, boom, boom. It's going to be great. Um, Almost a a two-hour interview was great. They call him Kojak. Um, So if you watch this on YouTube at some point. But I think you'll really enjoy this podcast. Um, You know, one of the many services we give at teachhoops.com. Um, is doing this podcast. So if you'd like to support us, go over there and do that. We'd love a review to um, anybody that's listening to the podcast, Basketball Coach Unplugged. We'd love those five-star reviews. Those would those mean the world to us. Um, and if you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. All right, let's head off to the podcast. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. 
Um, all right. So Martin, we don't, I, I just told him before we came on, we don't, I don't tend to talk to, to guests beforehand because I had a friend who does podcasts. He says, don't lose any of the good stuff. But one <laughs> thing I wanted to tell you is you're in Ireland right now, right? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, my mom's maiden name is Mary Margaret McCormick. Okay. So it's pretty Irish, I think. Surely. Yes. <laughs> yep. It's pretty Irish. And in Collins, my last name is Collins. And Collins is actually, we have a, Collins is an Irish, I think it's the County of Dane or County of, but anyway, so we can trace our, our ancestors back to Ireland, I don't know, to the 1600s, I think, and then they came across and fought the Revolutionary War, and it was all, all sorts of cool stuff, but anyway, so I have a lot of deep love for Ireland. Um, Very good, that's a good start. <laughs> Isn't that a good start? That's a great There you start. go. <laughs> so, all right, so I want to, uh, we'll, we'll dive in, because I always love to know how different countries kind of work their basketball, but okay. why don't you introduce yourself? kind of give, you know, your th three or four minute kind of bio, um, you know, your coaching, all that kind of stuff, how you ended up doing what you're doing right now. And let, so the audience can kind of know that and then we'll dive in. Uh, okay. So um, my name is Martin Conroy. Uh, I'm affectionately known over here as Kojak. I think that goes with my, my haircut. Um, uh, I've been coaching for about 30 years now. I've been involved with Basketball Ireland um, coaching from, kids under 12 under 14 under 16 all the way up to women's super league and uh, last year i was head coach of the irish under 20 women's team um so in ireland the way it works it's a lot different to the states uh, we have a club structure and we have college structure and then uh, kind of school which would be high school kind of uh, structure so basically kids would play in high school in three or four different grades, first year, second year, and then we call them cadet and senior, and they'd move forward, and they'd also be playing with their clubs, which is kind of a little bit unusual. Um, so you play, do you play with both of them at the same time? Yes, yes, and, and that's something that's really kind of uh, odd for our American players when they come over here. So we get our American players through a foundation called Sports Changes Life, Okay, and they would be kids that would have played D1, D2, D3 in the States, uh, they come over here and they get a master's degree and they play with our college team and our club team. Okay. So let's say, for example, for myself, I'm with IT Carlo. Okay. And in IT Carlo, we have uh, our varsity teams, uh, men and women, and our women's Super League team, men's National League team. Okay. So the, the kids that come in from, from Sport Changes Life would play with both of those and they'd earn a master's in whatever, like, for instance, this year, uh, Dwayne DJ that was with us, he did strength and conditioning. Right. And uh, Caitlin Slagas was with us as well. She was with you. Go ahead. Go. So, so, so is this going to have an effect with the world we're in right now? Are kids not going to be able to come over? Yeah, it was, it was actually kind of difficult to get some of them back. You know, I mean, uh, it, it's, we're all kind of over here wondering now at the moment, where are we going to be at the start of next season? Like, are there going to be sponsors to be able to sponsor our teams? Uh, because a lot of the, the, the Super League men's clubs, let's say, would have uh, sponsors who would help them bring in their Americans. They would be pro athletes. Um, Division One is kind of, a lot of them would be true sports changes life. Uh, so they're able to uh, go into a college, as I said, and get their master's, and that's their payment while right. they're here. Right, yeah. Um, so, like with the, the Super League men's teams now, like there's 12 teams in, in Ireland. Uh, they're all going to be kind of they're they're wondering like where are they going to get the money to bring in these guys? 
right? Because yeah. I know the NBA in the U.S. is talking about even if they're playing not in front of people. Like, <laughs> yeah, they talked about it here about having a limit of a hundred people in a gym, uh, right. but our gyms are so much smaller than than what right. you got over there. You know, I mean, like a hundred people in the gym here is a very big crowd. You right, know? <laughs> right. Nice. Uh, in in certain situations. Um, but it, it definitely is going to be an issue, I think, and especially for the start of the season. We don't know when our season is going to start. You know, how do we, you know, get ready for next season, get our preseason stuff done? When do we start our preseason stuff? Uh, when are our Americans going to be allowed in? Are they going to be coming in? True sports changes life. Are they, you know, are the pros going to be sustainable as regards to, to paying them for, for a full season? And it, it's going to be very, very tricky, I think, you know. I think it is. I think it's going to be very tricky. Um, so uh, let's uh, let's dive in. So is there anything is there anything you want to talk about in terms of X's and O's? Anything you want to share before? I mean, I have tons. I have like three pages of questions for you. So yeah, like uh, we talked about, uh, maybe just going through. I, I ran uh, a two two one zone press with our. our That'd be our, great. Our, you know how to share this? Do you do you have something you need to share the screen, or you just want to talk uh, about I it? I think I'm able to share the screen. Just yep, on the side. bottom. See on the yeah. bottom there? And it's, yeah, hang on a second now. We're all, so for the people listening, Coach and I are, are what I refer to as porch dogs. So we're just laying on the porch, just kind of like this technology thing is. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had Tim Rice here with me right now. I know, he'd be, he'd be good. Tim, would be, Tim would be good. That's, that's the man I need right now. Um, I don't know how to. I think there's a share screen is, yeah. on the bottom. But it's not letting me share what I want to. Okay, share. hold on. Maybe I gotta click something. Uh, allow participants. So try it now. And okay, so now I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Now it should work. Now that I click that button. I, okay, coach. So you were saying you were gonna share some stuff. What? 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 I call them. I refer to them as golden nuggets. What golden nugget are you gonna share with us today? Well, this is something I've used uh, as a coach uh, for a long time, uh, especially in, in Ireland. We, we, I'm, I'm probably known as a zone coach, if you know what I mean. Uh, right. Even though, even though my teams don't play that much zone anymore. Uh, but this is something that, that I love to use, especially in the ladies' game. Okay. 2-2-1 uh, zone press. I find in the men's game, it, it can be beaten a little bit easier. But, um, and oh, so let me, dive, let me ask a couple of questions before we dive into the, the, yeah. to the huddle stuff. So why did you pick the two two one? It was something I was very comfortable with. It was something that um, I thought I could teach well, and it's also something that I think just there are so many different pros to using it. Um, so like, give me give me some pros and cons to using it, so people that are kind of listening and what's so the plus for, and what's the negative. Our, our objectives are, are obviously to to trap and steal is the first thing you're looking for. Um, second thing is you're looking for deflections and all of this at the same time is going to slow the clock down, slow the shot clock down over here. We get, you know, our 24 second shot clock. Okay. Um, you know, if you can even take eight, 10 seconds off that before a team is able to get into the rhythm, well, then you're, you, you've done a good job on it. You know, every, every right. now and again, you're going to get steals off it. You're going to get, you know, turnovers off it. And, and nine times out of 10, if you can get a steal off, a two-to-one zone press is going to be a book at the other end, okay. which is a, a big thing. Um, the cons with it, I suppose, is that, you know, if you're coming up against a good shooting team and you're, you're, you're falling back into a two-three zone, you know, you're leaving yourself open a little bit. Do you, uh, do you, find, that, do you find that teams can pop, uh, get it down quick and pop before you can 
set up like we even at the international level i i found that it was uh it, it was it was very very good it was strong it, it worked like we played it against the, the clips i have on today's game or from today is the game against croatia um and it worked really really well against them uh, we had a, a game plan before the game that we were going to use it maybe for the first uh two to three quarters see where we were in the game and then in the last quarter we were going to go after them in our full court man. And the reason being that we knew that Croatia would only use five to six players in the whole game. I mean, they're, right. they're starting five average 38 minutes a game. Right. So we knew we tired them out. We would run all 12 of our players, make sure that, you know, we, we rested our starters. So when it got towards the end of the game, we had them in the right position to, 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 to be able to take them on with our with our man press which was really really good it worked like in this game it worked to a t uh we held croatia to six points in the fourth quarter okay we won the game by 14 points you know Boy. so that that's it definitely did its job if you know what i mean i do um i, I just think it's a great press i think it, it, if you've got people who will buy into it and trust it and trust each other while you're doing it, i think it, it's it's definitely a great way to go okay so let's talk, let's look at some of the clips and stuff yeah, so, so what when we here? get into the first clip here, I'm just going to start it. We're good. Yep, go ahead. Okay, so you see we allow the first pass in. Yep. And then we try to channel to the sideline. Now, this clip is just one of the, the things that we probably didn't do too well on it. It was early in the game. Right. Let's let it go. Um, let it play here. It's just thrown, but look at where our players are. We've got four players chasing back. We've got our stealer is not in the position she's meant to be in. And we actually get a turnover off this, which isn't too bad. If I just let it play out, the ball comes in. Play, sorry. Okay. So, so say that again. So what happened on that first one? They, they just weren't converting back fast enough. Exactly. So with our girls, you'll see that like, when the ball is passed here, yep. even though it goes out of bounds, again, if you watch it, the first pass comes in. Yep. We allow it to go back to the opposite side. That's fine. But now there should be more pressure on the ball. So that, when Rachel jumped there, that's the, the, our, our big jump. Yep. It allowed the pass to be out over her head. Now, the only thing about it is our stealer, which is kind of right back here at the back. Yeah. Ali. Yep. He wasn't far enough across the court. So, so go big, back. Can you go back just a little bit? Because I have a couple of yep. things. So, so here's the issues I have with this is I agree with that's fine. In the middle, the opposite middle did a really good job of taking the middle away. Okay. So the ball went in. That was fine. Yep. And then this girl on the right side, so the ball goes back across. Notice she takes, I think that's 10 or whatever, away in the middle, which is perfect. Yeah. How do you stop that little, I call them like a rainbow pass, because that's a hard pass to stop along that sideline. Down the sideline. So this is what I'm yep. saying about, about Ali and the position she was yep. in. Yep. She normally does this really well. See the, the girl number four right here? Yes. Okay, so she's got to be further out on the sideline. Okay. So her job is not to be a safety player. Right. Her job, the way we run it, her job is to be a stealer. Okay. It's, to be, it's getting her to think positively about what she's going to do. So if she's this far in, in the middle of the floor, it does leave that rainbow pass, that loop pass open. Right. Now, if she's further out in her proper position, which would be out here, yes. then she's going to get a little deflection. She's going to get a steal. She's going to get something that's going to be okay. more proactive. Now, luckily, that time, they threw the ball out of bounds, and they did that a few times against us. Right. Um, I'll just get out of this one here. So here's another clip on. So again, this shows a deflect. Hey, coach. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, a couple of things that don't, doesn't cost you a cent to do. You can subscribe and like, leave a written review. We really like that. You can go over to our YouTube channel. 
just type in Teach Hoops on YouTube and you'll find our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe, like there, so you'll always get the updates. Um, next thing is, um, you, if you do any shopping on Amazon, go down below, click our Amazon link, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. Anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, we get a small little commission. Helps us with our hosting fees. Be surprised how expensive it is to run one of these. And if you really love this stuff, you know, let me help you. Let me mentor you. Let me uh, email. Let me get on one-on-one -on -one calls. Let me show you all the resources that will help me become one of the winningest coaches in the state of Wisconsin. You know, um, you know that's why I'm doing this. I want to help coaches become better. Um, so teachhoops.com can do that. All right, let's head off to the podcast. You know, there's that's where she's in the right position. That's where that? she, she moved over and got into that. So, okay, so do you worry – see, in the guys' game, I worry about them – not like faking that rainbow pass and then you're then them cheating over and then getting a layup or a dunk in the other direction 100 percent. And, okay. and that's the, that's the real worry with with guys like some girls are very very good at it too i'm i'm right. not respectful to, to women yeah, basketball no. players in any way shape or form but what i'm saying here is that I, I think this works really well with women basketball players with guys i think to have you know probably a little bit more power they're able to Skip well, what I say too when we run this other. is you got to kind of play like center field a little bit. You, you, yeah. You it's might feeling, yeah. Yeah, it might be like one step. You, you can still protect, but you're kind of watching eyes. And then if you see the rainbow, then you just go for it kind of thing. Yeah, um, where, with, with, with what I do here with, with, with our ladies is I make sure that Ali is in kind of a, a stronger position to start with. Initially, she's further towards the sideline. Now, if right. you look here, uh, with our number five Dana and our number thirteen Claire, I mean both of them have actually done a really good job of getting their weak side position. Right. So that cuts off that you know middle pass, okay. and you know I, again you're in a good position to try and stop their offense. And I maybe do. I love that. With somewhere, it, it was a great deflection as well. Like what I do as well is I don't put our biggest player at the back of the press. I put our most athletic big, so she's got to get ah. from side to side. Well, that's a good idea because most people put their big, big, and they tend to be too slow to be able to get out. Exactly. And, get that. and, and I, I just find that, it, like, if you put your big, big, you know, your center there, yeah. sometimes they're not athletic enough to be able to get to the sideline. They're not athletic enough to be, to be able to get to the ball at times. You know, again, if you just watch this, I know there's a bit of a, a, bit of a, a replay after the basket yep. from Dana, but you see the pass there. Like, Rachel did a great job of closing yep. the pass down, forcing the pass And you track, you track deflections? Yes, I do. I do too. I think deflections are an under-tracked stat because it's a flow thing. It's an active hand thing. It's like so many different levels. So like literally down here, I've written, you know, you, you just do's when, when we're doing this. So like you've got your active hands, you know, cutting off the angles, uh, making sure your head's on a swivel, um, you know, bumping the cuts, um so we we like to shadow in the trap as well we don't want to uh to try and steal the ball when we get in the trap we want to try and cause a five second nice. uh violation or maybe a, a bad pass and then you're the falling back in this clip you're falling back to a two three two three zone yeah okay and now that we got away with it against croatia because like they're a really good shooting team um to be fair and we did a great job of closing out and making sure we weren't giving them easy shots we got a bit tired in the third quarter, which was, I suppose, to be inevitable. But right. uh, they hit about, I think they hit three threes in the third. But okay. then, like, our energy in the fourth quarter was phenomenal. And, like, we went straight into our man press. Uh, and we, we did a great job in that, you know. So, okay. um, 
it was just one more one more clip yeah it's just taking uh, time off the shot clock i mean this is just something here yeah i'd love to see that we run the two two one sometimes to just slow teams down we'll even do it in the last 15 seconds just so it takes them six or seven seconds to get it down so they can't run there quick so this is this is what you're talking about 100 i mean if if you if you check the clock in the bottom like we i think we about eight or ten seconds after a shot clock here and we did a really good job of you know putting a, a little bit of pressure not over pressure in the ball but just doing a good job of slowing them down and throwing them out of the rhythm uh, and again when when this finished up uh we got back into a nice two three zone like rachel was able to get back and recover right get back into our well, well, what i say too is it's like um you almost got to fake the traps a little bit like it's kind of like a step forward, a step. It's like forward retreat, forward. You're kind of playing with the person, so they don't know if you're coming or not. Exactly. Um, Again, we we allow the first pass in, and then we. What you'll hear me. I'm a talker on the sideline, so when I'm on the sideline, I'm telling my girls they hear me all the time. My right, guys, it's channel, channel, channel. That means I want to push the, the the player with the ball to the sideline and channel them up the sideline, so we can get our trap, hopefully just over half court. Uh, and try to get a you know a five second violation or make them force a bad pass from there. Um, Is there anything you do during practice to help to help with the channeling part? We when we play our games uh, in practice, we we always play with what we're going to play. Our, our scrimmages, sorry, in practice, we always play with what we're going to play our next game. So okay. if, if if we're in a situation like this where we, we know we're going to play Croatia and we know we're going to zone press them for three quarters, I'll spend a good bit of time just making sure that everybody knows their positions, everybody knows what they're meant to be doing, um, making sure that they're not ball-watching on this, which is a big right. thing, I think. <laughs> I mean, you can see our two guards straight away. If you look at just where the freeze, the freeze frame is there, yeah. both of our guards are looking straight at the ball. Right, so they're not seeing like Anya, who's on the weak side, is not seeing. And it's got to be almost. I say butt to the. I say butt to the basket too. There you go, one hundred. Yeah, absolutely. Butt to the basket. It's it's a terrible problem over here with with our our zones. You know, when we play zone over here, a lot of kids will will you know look at the ball. It's tunnel vision. Right, just seeing where the ball is. If you shift like forty degrees, your butt will be to the defensive basket, and you'll be fine. You'll be able to see more too. That's that's issue. Do you have a problem in these games with people making the turn? Like, okay, so you're funneling me. I've noticed this a little bit in the guys' game, at least at our level. That when you funnel, it's like you're actually giving them some space where they can make that turn. And as soon as they make that turn, we go past. They go past and we can't contain. Do you have any issues with that? That's really up to the defensive player, I think, you know, I mean, and how smart they are and, and not allowing that turn to happen, making sure that that's why we say cutting off the angles and trying to force that player, you know. Right. If you see Dana's position now, like she's not kind of heading towards the sideline yet. Right. As soon as the ball is passed, she will start to move that player towards the sideline. And, you know, she's it's straight away. Active she, feet. Like, what I've noticed about her right away is she's her she's active. Like her feet are always moving. Yeah, Dana is a phenomenal athlete. Yeah. So, but I mean, she probably doesn't even know she's doing it. But she's that's all it. Her, it's natural to her. It's exactly, natural. Yeah. But her feet are moving like all the time on her nev- toes. She it's almost like she feels if she stops moving, she's gonna sink into the floor, kind of thing. So her feet are always moving. Yeah. One hundred percent agree. And you can ask Tim Tim Rice about her. Like Dana is one of our. Our our standout player is over here. She's a she's a great kid. Actually, plays Gaelic football at a massively high level as well. 
Oh, really? Um, okay, and, so for, uh, for the American, he's talking about soccer. So No, 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 no. No, I'm not talking about soccer. <laughs> soccer is a different game. Gaelic football, you're allowed to use your hands. Um, what is that? I thought you were oh, talking about man. football in terms of soccer. So no, God, no, no, no. Uh, that's that's a game for for weak little boys. As far okay, as okay. So concerned. what are you talking about? So Gaelic football is uh, it's Irish football basically. It's okay. Uh, I know about Irish football. That's crazy. Irish football is crazy. Yes. Okay. It, it, it's quite a good game. So Dana plays that okay. for her county, which is Mayo. Uh, okay. She was in the All Ireland final. Okay. Uh, so usually when you talk football in Europe, the, the European Union, you basically are talking soccer. But yes, yeah, well, in, 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 we we definitely would call it soccer. Yes. Uh, Ireland does have to, uh, yes. You got to YouTube that. It's it's unbelievable to watch that. Actually, soccer and or football and hurling. There, there's the other one. Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't watched that. What, uh, what does that entail? So hurling is is the best way I can describe it to you. I suppose would be kind of like lacrosse. Okay. Um, but no pads. No. Uh, the guys only wear a, a helmet. They've got a, a stick about two and a half to maybe three feet long so it's longer so it's a longer stick than lacrosse then probably yeah and there's yeah. no net at the bottom of the stick that, that's if you want to you know look at a game that you've never seen before uh, for me like i love basketball it, it's right. it's obviously my favorite sport but the best game in the world that you can watch is hurling it's unbelievably fast when we bring our scholars to watch it over here they, they just can't believe the speed of the game and how how skillful it is it's unbelievably skillful and there's some some big hits in it too, you know, <laughs> big time. <laughs> the people always, like that. It's always good fun. All right, anything else on clips? Uh, I just have one little one okay. here. We we actually called it. Um, we ran it. It's Enya, little number six here. So okay. uh, this is just a bit of fun for you. It's uh, so we call this. I call this the just the week before. Play. This is an out of bounds play. Well, the week before we we went to the championships. Um, we were just talking about different things and they're out of bounds and if people aren't paying attention what to do so I had seen this as a young lad uh, when Scotty Pippen did it Anya her, her dog's name is Pippen so she remembered it so I'm just going to run it here so you see very cleverly just a little bump off her back oh my god so that's a clever thing to do in a, in a massive game like this game was uh, we had to win this game to make sure we got through to the semi-final see a 44 all awesome Clever kid. Her mom and her dad played basketball for, for Ireland. So Okay. And she was um, smart enough to get herself in bounds, too. Yeah, people are still talking about that. So if you see, again, on that clip, she, she barely gets her second foot down. This actually went viral in FIBA because a lot of referees came in and said she didn't establish her feet. But they slowed it down enough to show that she actually did establish her feet when she got back onto the floor and made it. That's so great. I it was that. pretty much right at it. So that was pretty cool. That that was just something I just said I'd show you. Just something we had. I love we're that. Trying to get back to us on screen now. How okay. do we do that? <laughs> you gotta yeah. Hold on. So yeah. So awesome. Those are very helpful, Coach. I love that. I love that. Um, it's 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 the nuances of the game that I think people don't spend the time on. That yeah. I, like for me, when I was growing up and when I was when I was younger, I was very lucky here in Portish. We we had a. A fantastic sports person, a guy, a basketball coach called Pat Critchley, who um, actually this week just got uh, given a Lifetime Achievement Award from Basketball Ireland. And I was 16, 17 years of age, and my brother had played with Pat, so I, I was able to go and uh, help him out with the high school, the girls' high school team. 
uh, which is a 16 and 17 year old guy was was very appealing to me at the time um, and then just to learn from him I was I spent about five or six years going around the country with him and just watching him coach watching the way he, he worked with people and how he did his stuff and you know setting out his practice plans and and you know he, he's a extremely smart guy he's a high school teacher um you know really really smart guy uh, and then from there i went around watching other coaches i think to, to gain knowledge in this game you have to be open to to watch everybody and i mean i've won a lot of games i've won a lot of games and coached a lot of really great players and i feel like i started two days ago i swear to god i mean and i'm a reader look at this it's like i it, it, this game is this game is an unbelievable game and has given me more than anything I'd ever want. But I, I feel like I want to give stuff back it's part of the reasons I do the podcast, but it's like, I'm always learning. It's like, I learned two things already in the, in the first half hour. It's like, Ooh, that works. I like that road. I mean, what I tell listeners and I especially tell even the, the old coaches like you, you and I, you have to find people that are mentors. You have to find people that people want to help each other. That's the, yeah. and you are the coach. You are the coach. You are because of people that helped you. I am the coach. I am because of people that helped me along the way. Well, like, you have to be a sponge. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that was one of your quotes down below. You were talking about being a sponge. Yeah. And you do like, I mean, as a coach, as well as a player, I mean, for me, I've been lucky enough with the guys over here who are really good coaches and, and it doesn't have to be the best coach you know, in, in the world that you learn something from. You can learn no. something from a guy who's who's coaching his first game, you know, but you have to be willing to learn. Right. And that's the big thing. Uh, and the day you stop learning is the day you walk away from the game. You right, know, the day you're you, done. I, I agree. And I tell people sometimes when when you listen to all these big, divi- in our level, like the Division One coaches, I said, I learn more from junior high, high school coaches, to be honest with you, most of the time, than I do going listening to, you know, those guys we are... Yeah. We had Tim over uh, last year. I think he was over on vacation, and he just came and did a, a defensive session with, with my women's super league team. And like he he specifically kept it basic, but it was brilliant. Right. You know, I mean, it's just I have a very good friend over there called Dave Hoplet, and Dave Dave has one very simple saying, and I love it. And it's the old one: kiss. You know, keep it simple, stupid. You know, stop trying to make things more difficult than they are. Right. Because you're only going to upset your team and you're going to end up upsetting yourself and everybody gets frustrated. Simplicity is the is the best way with this game. As far as I'm concerned, everybody has their own way of doing things. And everybody, and nobody's right, and I nobody's always, wrong. And I always say you got to question why you do stuff. Like, always ask why. Like, why am I, why am I running that drill? Why am I doing that? Um, like, I revamped the way I ran practice probably about five years ago. Um, where I kind of try to run it like a game where there's a pregame, there's a first half. We play halves in our state halves. There's a halftime. There's a second half where, you know, we're kind of, because otherwise you got to keep it flow. Um, I was talking to, to a, a G league coach a couple of days ago, and he basically says he spends a lot of time on his practice planning. I want to dive into that with you because he goes, I want to make it a short, I want to make it precise and short and concise to get in, get out, teach them. Um, Cause their focus will be better. If I do that, if I'm just doing something to do it, I'm losing them. Um, yeah, I, I can, I can understand some of that. Um, I mean, practice planning for me is definitely, you know, it's massive. It, it's, it, it can be the biggest part of your week. If you're setting up things right in practice, well then, you know, proper practice leads to better execution in games. 
Um, I've, I've, I've actually kind of revamped the way I do my practices as well in the last maybe four or five years. Uh, like when, when I went to practice, we used to very rarely scrimmage. Whereas now I give nearly, you know, half my practice sessions to a scrimmage. Right. Because I know you need to do that. And I know you need to, the, the players will only learn the right things and the wrong things from scrimmaging. I mean, you can right. do all the drills in the world that you want. Uh, and everything we do is team-based. But like for them to learn their basic X's and O's when they're going into a game situation, they have to scrimmage and they have to scrimmage with what they're going to do. And how you teach that in that scrimmage, it's like, I think, I think a great takeaway is how you teach inside that scrimmage too. Like you can't stop every two seconds. To no. That's, I have my assistants actually keep a little notebook and they'll see something. And then when that person comes out, they'll grab them and go, hey, da 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 you should do that. Because otherwise the flow – it's like if you stop, it stop. It's the stop start stuff that drives me bonkers. So here you go, coach. I'm in Ireland and I coach women's super league. I haven't got an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> so like a lot of the stuff um, we do over here, like some of the bigger clubs, obviously have their their full right, um, you know, staff and stuff like that. I'm very lucky. I have a very good team manager. Uh, with the women's super league team last year, I did get an assistant, Stephen, who came on board. Um, but like with our men's national league team, I don't have an assistant. And like, and how, and how, explain how the league structure works. Do you, is it like, um, is, Hey coach, hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you subscribe and like go over right now. Stop join com. Say, I want to become a better basketball coach. I want to win a state title. I want to learn what it takes to make my, take my team to the next level. Well, I can help you do that. Um, I've been through all the battles you've been through. Let me help you through this great process. We call coaching. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.